everyone, and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Edie Tolbert. And I'm Jennifer Edwards. And we are Business Besties. Welcome back, everyone. I am your co-host, Edie Tolbert, with Jennifer Edwards. And we are Business Besties. And yes, we are. The month of April, we are doing a series on numbers. Um, don't don't push stop. Nope, nope, nope. Stay with us. Stay with stay. us. Stay with us. <laughs> don't, don't move on to the next podcast. Don't go. Roll your eyes and go, ooh, no. no stay with us because this is going to be so helpful and beneficial from two people that have really worked the numbers. Well, Jennifer more than me, but well, I don't know about she that. has you, helped me. You she has helped not. me tremendously. So... We talked a little bit about the importance of the numbers last week, um, and this week we're going to talk about decision-making, and what that entails is paralysis. We talk, we touched on that a little bit last week, where you get to the point where you just, you, you don't even know, you don't even know how to get out of bed and get dressed. You're so yeah. paralyzed with your numbers, with your business, not knowing your numbers, that you don't even know how to put, do you put your mm-hmm. left leg in first mm-hmm. or your right leg? You just, you just stink and don't know. Yeah. So, or you, you wake up in the middle of the night and oh, yeah. sweat. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I'm going to interject a little story here. Mm-hmm. This just came to my mind. Um, in the late nineties in our construction business, um, things were tight. And I remember waking up and having this thought that a check I had written was not going to clear. And it was an, I mean, all checks are important, but it was pretty it was significant I don't remember who who it was to it was enough to wake me up Mm. and I couldn't go back to sleep and I sat there um at that time it was way before things were quite as uh easy as they are now but I you had to call in and get your balance you could call in and put your your Uh account number in and get your balance and I sat there and I think it was like one o'clock in the morning and I called and it hadn't um updated Mm -hmm. so I I didn't know what time the actual update happened at the bank level you would assume it would be midnight I would have thought it would have been midnight so I can remember sitting there at one o'clock in the morning calling and getting the balance and doing that over and over and Mm -hmm. over again just with full complete paralysis and fear that that check was going to was going to bounce yeah and I I can remember too um not being able to go to sleep because mm-hmm. I would be so exhausted from the day's events trying to figure out mm-hmm. how I was going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then laying my head on the pin- pillow and just the, the, the yeah. playing it out over and over. Can I do this? Can I do that? How about I go this way, that way? And just being physically and mentally exhausted mm-hmm. on top of being paralyzed. Yep. And, um, and the, yeah, the paralysis is real. It's so real. And I, I know that there are people out there listening who have either been there or you'll be there some... I mean, I uh-huh. have to say that. That sounds terrible. There's a chance. There's like, a chance. Paralysis happens, and I said this in the last podcast, and that comes from fear, and mm-hmm. fear is not biblical. Or no. It is not a promise from God. God does not bring us a spirit of fear, but right. of love, power, and a sound mind. And so if God's not bringing that, then it's coming from right. your enemy of your heart. Yeah. And that is where it's got to be broken. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to give you... We're going to ask you some questions. Um, and then we're going to give you four practical steps to get you out of paralysis. And that's, it's just one step at a time, folks. It's just one step at a time. So the first question is, do you have a passion for what you're doing? That's so important. I mean, if you don't have a passion, if you're an entrepreneur, honestly, the reason that you stepped out and started doing what you're doing is because you have a passion for it. You love it. Yeah. It's a gifting 
Um, it just is. Yeah. I mean, there's no other. Otherwise, you've probably moved on to something else. If, right. If, if it doesn't mean something to yeah. you, you're not going to continue to do it. And because you're gonna... my goodness, being an entrepreneur is not easy. No. If you're not passionate about what you're yeah. doing. I don't. Oh, my goodness. I've never met an entrepreneur that's not passionate about what they're doing. No, I, I, don't, I don't think, think I, I have, have either. I mean, it, it's just so much to, to make that yeah. decision to jump out there most of the time. But it is important. And that passion needs to be at the forefront. It needs right. to be written somewhere in front of you to keep your... I mean, they call in, in modern day times, they call it your why. I was just going to say, you better what know it why? as your why. <laughs> That's your why. Yeah. That's your passion. Yeah. Yes. And if you don't know it clearly, um, I'm just going to do a little plug here. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a facilitator for vision sessions mm-hmm. where we go into that pretty deeply. Mm-hmm. And you walk away with a tangible board that you can look at and um, help you have that visualized in front of you all the yeah. time. So yeah, absolutely. And the next one is, do you have a mission? You need to have, um, you know, for my nonprofit, my mission is making a difference until there's a cure. Very well stated, yep. you know. That's it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make a difference until there's a cure. And that, you know, that could be in my lifetime, somebody else's lifetime. I don't know. Um, For the spa, it's to provide a health and wellness for you. Self-care. It's self-care. So you have to have a mission. And and Mm -hmm. if you don't, write one. It's really easy. It doesn't have to be complicated. You know, just, it's your why. Why? Yeah. That's your why. And you can there. There's a thousand articles out there on how to how to write vision and mission statements. Yeah. And just go do one. Yeah. Like don't get caught up on. Don't go do twelve days of research to find the right. No. Just go find one and do it. Yeah. And the simplest ones are the best. Yes. Simple. Having a um, what is yours again? Making, Making a, a difference, difference until, until there's a cure. Like that is super simple. You, yep. It, the simpler the better, actually. And honestly, the reason why we um got one. For the nonprofit, so much easier than we did for the day spa was because when I filed my papers for the nonprofit, you had to have a mission statement, yeah. and so I was forced to do it. Um, with the spa, I just jumped in and was ready to go. So yeah. I um, remember when you told me making a difference until there's a cure, I cried. <laughs> I did. I got emotional because it just is so simple. We're just making and a difference. We can't help everybody, no, but we can help somebody. Yeah, and yeah. I just loved it that. You're just going to make a difference until mm-hmm. there's a cure. And that if that means helping one person if at a time. Means- and it just, it really, it really um, touched my heart. Simplify. Simplify. My, uh, my mission statement for my business is helping people help people. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. And if you help one person who helps one person, yep. there's a ripple effect. If you can, if yep. you can just think about a pebble going into a pond and it's the first ring and second ring and there's just mm-hmm. a ripple effect. And that's, that's what we're created to do. Yep. Yep. We're getting all sappy. Oh, we are. <laughs> where back, were, back to decision Where making. were we? Where were we? <laughs> um, and the next question would be, are you ready, based on your passion and your mission or your why, are you ready to course correct? Mm-hmm. We all, you know, and that's throughout scripture. It's throughout the Bible. Many times where God helped the the people in the Bible course correct. And that's that's life. I mean, at some point in time, you're going to have to course correct. And are you ready to do that? And there's a process to that. Yes. And really, to course correct, I'm okay, I'm going to say what I always say. God cannot turn a, a parked, parked car, car. Mm-hmm. 
if you are going one mile an hour, mm-hmm. he can course correct. Mm-hmm. But if you're sitting still, yeah, there's no course correction that could be. Mm-hmm. You have to have action. Action mm-hmm. is the thing mm-hmm. that keeps that makes it possible for you to course correct. Yep. And you have to jump out there, and you have to come up with some. Some because you already know your passion and you know your mission. Now you know how to evaluate whether you're headed towards that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that one hundred percent. I think that um, in the moments when I have been paralyzed, it was making that one decision. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. It's just one decision to do something different, but. Sometimes you can't see that different until somebody helps you with that. So yeah. that's what we're going to do today. We're going to help you with that. I, I can remember when I first started my business and I had done everything I could on all the social medias and was getting zero response, which mm-hmm. is why I really don't like social media because it consumes so much of your time. Yes. And there's so little results, but not for everybody, for me. Um, I probably was completely doing it wrong, but... Um, I don't think you were. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember... Thinking to myself, I need to get out in front of people. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I jumped on the computer and I s- went and started with the chamber of commerce that was in lo- lo- in in location closest to me, like mm-hmm. as the crow flies. Mm-hmm. And it was a little town south of me. And I went onto their website and it just so happened that very day they were having a luncheon. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's it. And mm-hmm. I went, signed up, and I walked in the door, had all these conversations, and it totally changed my mental state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got me out of paralysis mm-hmm. because I was doing something mm-hmm. and I was meeting people and I was telling my story for my business. Right. And I think I think that's so important because if you if you think about the one two things, first and foremost, the enemy is a liar, that he's the father of lies. That's the yep. only that's the only thing that he has is to tell us lies. He can't fulfill the lie. Um he can't push us through the lie, but he can tell us lies. Yep. And the second thing is he likes to isolate us. So when we're isolated, yes. that lie feeds upon itself. Yes, it does. And so when you course corrected by getting out and getting with other people, yep. God intended us to have a community. That's why he created Eve for heaven's sakes. Ad- Ad- he didn't want Adam to be alone. Yeah. So from the very stinking beginning, yep. we are not meant to be alone. Right. So lies and isolation are the weapons. Yeah. Ephesians six eleven. armor up people. Let's go. <laughs> Not playing anymore. Let's go. I wouldn't get on a bad side. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry, we were we were okay. four steps to getting out of process. Yes, four steps. And we're number four. So the first thing hang on, did we say oh. four? We did what's after course correct? I didn't write it down. What did we say? I don't know. Maybe there were three. Three. There was just three questions and then four steps. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Sorry. First first step is you want to determine your streams of income. Yes. You have to know what money's coming in. Yes. And it all going... When we say streams of income, what that means is, is that as you have revenue that comes in, and if it's all getting dumped into one bucket, yes, for lack of a better word... Then you have no idea which things that you do mm-hmm. make your money. Now you may maybe your business you only do one thing, and you know what? Good for you because the rest of us all jump out there and go crazy and do all the things. <laughs> so stay where you are and yes. keep going down that road yes. because the rest of us are nuts. Um, but if you are a person that does multiple things, then make sure you know where the income for that thing is coming in. So for me. Um, in my business, I do um, consulting, mm-hmm. one-to-one consulting, 
And then I do, um, commute, I create communities and we call them masterminds. So I have two specific streams of income mm-hmm. and I make sure that I know the revenue and expenses associated with each one separately. Right. So tell us about yours. So for me at the day spa, I have services is my umbrella, spa services, but I break it down into uh, manicures and pedicures is one, skincare is another, and massage therapy is another. But now I have gone back and subdivided out skincare because I have lashes, I have facials, and I have waxing, and all of those are separate incomes with expenses and I can't lump all those together. So right. even even after 12 years, I'm still breaking it down, dissecting it to see the money coming in, the money going out and is it profitable? Right. And that's that's what you have to do. You have to make sure that you've got all of the I mean manicures and pedicures, I'm not going to break those down. It's it's done by one provider. It's basically it's the same it's a nail service um and they basically cost the same amount of money. So if there was a, if there was a, a a bigger difference like there is with lashes and facials, yes, I would break it down. But there's not. But that's that's how you dive in and get to know your numbers and sure. figure out what how you need to you know figure it out. So first and foremost, figure out what areas are your streams of income, and then after that, um, we want to figure our break even. And we're going to really dive into this next week. We're going to really show you how important a break even is and and how that how that works with each one. So first of all, set up your streams of income. Know those inside and out. And that can just be as simple as if you're old-fashioned paper, it is Mm -hmm. drawing lines and putting Mm -hmm. the names at the top. If you're in Excel, Mm -hmm. do it that way. If you are in something more more sophisticated like Peachtree uh, Accounting or QuickBooks Accounting, Mm -hmm. they allow you to do what are called classes. Mm -hmm. So there are... Lots of different ways to do this from the simplest of simple with a piece of ledger paper all the way mm-hmm. to um, the software programs. And we highly recommend start with something that you know and you yes. feel comfortable with, but yes. build your way to something that's more sophisticated yeah. because it will be more helpful. Yes, right? exactly. Because you can, once you get in the more sophisticated, you can start slicing and dicing easier right. than if you're trying to do that with something that's a little more manual like paper or Excel. Right, right, exactly. And so after that, you'll want to figure your break-even, and, and I'm going to give you just a short definition of what break-even is. It's basically your what it costs you to do to provide that service or whatever you're doing, and your income. Mm-hmm. How many how many services is it going to take for you? Yes. Yeah. Back into it. Yeah. I, I like how Jennifer always told me to back into it. I I love backing into it. <laughs> you said because I was always out front. Yeah. And it never worked. Yeah, you have to back into those numbers. Back into it. And we can talk about that a little more maybe yes. next yes. week in we break-even. We definitely will. And then once you know your streams of income and your break-even, that's going to show you your profit margin. Right. It's going to tell you whether you're making a profit or you're, or you're having a loss. And one of the things that I like to say about profit margin is so many people get caught up in, oh, well, my company made six figures this year. Mm-hmm. Great. How much profit margin did you make? Yeah. You can you can make six, seven, eight figures, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and you can spend the same amount to uh-huh. keep the doors open. Or more. Or more. Mm-hmm. And lots of times more. Mm-hmm. So if your goal, and it's great if you have a goal to say you want to do a million this year, mm-hmm. that's great. But what do you want your profit margin to be? Right. Because that profit margin is where you pay yourself. Right. And if you don't have a profit margin, you're not paying yourself. Right. Now, I will back that up a little bit and say you should be 
you're you should be paying yourself. That's a whole other story. But if you are in business and you're not paying yourself on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. do me a favor and go buy the book Profit, Profit First, and you will start paying yourself and even bonusing yourself every quarter. And I know if you aren't doing that, that sounds amazing. I promise you, you can do it. Right. So, anyway, and that you'll link that in our our show notes so that they'll be able to find that. That is a great book. It's very it's for me. It's very technical, and it took me a little bit, but it's very worthwhile. Mm-hmm. It's very worthwhile. Okay, so you're going to f- set up your streams of income. You're going to figure out your break-even for each one of those. You're going to see your profit margin, and then you're going to be able to make some decisions. Um, do I keep trucking like I'm trucking? Do I tweak it a little bit? Do I tweak it a lot? Mm-hmm. Do I completely course correct mm-hmm. for that particular stream of income? Mm-hmm. Um, those, are, Yeah. I mean, that's... That's the decision-making part of it. And in business, every day, you are making decisions about something. Every day. Every single day. Mm-hmm. So someone quits. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you can't. You think to yourself, well, I can't really afford to hire somebody back mm-hmm. because things have been really tight. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're following your numbers story right. with this method of knowing what your streams of income are, you'll know whether or not you can hire somebody back and right. you'll know how much you can pay them. Right. And you'll know how much you can pay in benefits if that's the kind of business right. that you do. Yeah. Like you, you will know all of that because you are already at that place and you know your numbers. And I, w- I want to touch on a little bit about what she said, because back in the day when I did my budget, I didn't take into consideration all the hard costs that all has to be factored in. We talked a little bit about insurance last week when you were in the fire protection industry and you have to factor that in your budget. It's not mm-hmm. just something above and beyond what you pay. That all has to be a factor in mm-hmm. what you charge for your service. That overhead, overhead is what kills you. Yes. Overhead. Yes. And taxes and insurance are the worst. At least they were in our industry. Yes. And um, it drove everything. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much with the business I'm in right now, but boy in construction, taxes and insurance drove mm-hmm. the price of everything yeah. always. And that overhead... You have to factor that in. You have to back into those numbers. There it is again. Back into it. <laughs> you have to back into those numbers and know them on the forefront so that you mm-hmm. can make those decisions about that business. Like, mm-hmm. and again, it's are you? Do you need to buy a truck? Do you need to buy a new phone? Mm-hmm. Do you need to move to a bigger facility? Mm-hmm. All of that information you're going to know when you know your profit margin. Yeah. But if you don't know your profit margin, and the only way you're going to get there is to know your income and your expenses, mm-hmm. then you're going to make decisions that very easily could cause your whole business to slide. And and that's that's one of the things that's been hard for me is because I didn't factor in all of those, and so. Um, so yeah, when I got to my profit margin and thought I'd have a profit margin, I didn't have one because I didn't factor in taxes and insurance and, you know, most importantly, payroll taxes. That was, the, that was like, oh, that's, that's, no, it needs to be factored in. And so, you know, when you have a price increase, I, I can remember we did a price increase, um, 2020, cause it was, I was yeah, like, I remember. what am I doing in the fall of 2020 in the middle of a pandemic, I'm doing, I'm raising my prices, yeah. which I hadn't had a price increase in. I'd only had two others after being in business 10 years. Yeah. What? Had you Don't been, do as I do, right. people. <laughs> had she been doing her numbers, she yes. would have seen that the expenses were creeping up. Right. And by not changing her pricing. Right. And even now, I mean, this is just some super current, super, super current information. 
Inflation is so bad right now and right. it's raising so fast and all of your expenses as a business owner are going up so fast yeah. that you may have to do a price increase and it's super counterintuitive. But the problem is, is that if you don't yeah. and you're working at basically for no profit, my daddy used to say you can go fishing for free. Mm-hmm. If you're working at no profit and you're just working mm-hmm. to pay people and there's no yeah. extra not having that, I mean, cash is king. Not having a savings in your business is not an option. No. you no, do. If you do not, not have cash and the next cycle comes through, and it is always a it's cycle. Good. It's a cycle. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Just when. We don't know when. We just don't know when. If yeah. you are not in a good cash position, mm-hmm. you are going to feel it hard. Okay, and don't freak out because of what we're saying. Don't Don't turn this podcast off. Don't run because it's overwhelming. It is overwhelming and it it's is. okay. Yeah. And you can figure it out and we can help you. Yes. So that's why we're saying these things is you need to, it's always being prepared. The Boy Scout, Girl Scout yeah, thing. Absolutely. Knowledge is power. Yes. Yes. I mean, even if you start today. Yes. And you make the decision, okay, I'm, I don't have time to read profit first, but I know I need savings. And you decide that every single in, piece of income that comes mm-hmm. in, you're going to put 10% back into a savings account. That's a step. That's a step. That's it's awesome. like I heard Jill Donovan with Rustic Cuffs say, she on her podcast, um, the only way to start a habit is to start with one. And she wanted to start walking, running. She wanted to start walking and get into running. Mm. And the first thing she did was she got up one morning and she put her shoes on. Mm. She did that for a week. Yeah. And then the next week she got up, put her shoes on and tied the laces. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's, oh, that's she's so funny that is hilarious then the next week she got up put her shoes on tied the laces and walked a block yeah okay so you have to start with something so and how smart is that i mean, I mean that she took it little steps at a time what would you and i have done we would have gotten up put up on our shoes laced them up put walked out the door and took off running oh as and had never run before uh-huh. that's exactly what i know probably tripped over the curb skinned my knees yeah and then <laughs> and i would then- have been i'm not doing this ever again i'm done <laughs> I tried. Running is not for me. (laughs) Exactly. It's small baby steps. It is. And that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. All right. What else, Jennifer? Ooh, I just, I feel like I could just talk about this a lot, Um, but I don't want to overwhelm people. I want them to know that there is a, there's just a simple process. This is, we talk about a lot of things today and I just feel like, all of that is good information, but but go back to number one, which is what is your passion? Mm-hmm. Create a mission for that and be ready to course correct. And then the way you do that is know your streams of income, know your break even, know your profit margin, and then you can make your decisions on that. Mm-hmm. You know, because at some point you may decide that by knowing your streams and your break even and seeing your profit margin, there might be something that you need to get rid of. Oh, a hundred percent. We talked about the tile guy last week mm-hmm. and he was ready to get rid of the floors, mm-hmm. but knowing his streams of income, he'll know that I can still do what I'm doing and not do floors. Sure. Or he may find out that the floors are the most profitable thing and he needs to hire a guy to do that, to just do floors mm-hmm. and he'll take a bit of a hit on the profit margin. But if the profit margin is high enough, it's worth doing that. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Now right. he didn't, he preferred to stay a solopreneur so that wasn't. Something he really wanted to do, but that those are the types of decisions, decisions. you can make. Yes, if you know your numbers. numbers. If you know your numbers. Yeah. All right. Well, we're here at the end of the podcast. We always do a celebration or a kick in the butt. What have you got, Jennifer? 
Well, if you hear pages turning, I'm going back to my page where I wrote those out. So, um, we officially, actually two weeks ago, as this is recording, uh, moved into our forever home. Yes. And that was a celebration. Huge. Huge celebration. Yes. Huge. So, and it was, it was, it was down to the wire. It was down to the wire. Oh my gosh. There was, there were so many prayers. Like She's like, I've got the movers coming and these people aren't even done. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, we were out of our rental. Like, we had to give a 30-day notice, and it was like whatever condition the house was in. We're in. At that time, we're, we're in. in. Movers yep. are coming. So, we were we were, we were were pushing it really hard. So, yeah, we're, we're excited. We're still unpacking. We're not in a hurry. It's our forever home. But yeah. we do plan to get through all of those boxes, and my back of my car, as we speak, is full of stuff to go to Goodwill. <laughs> uh, I've, we purged hard, like, four times, and this, I just feel like it's never going to stop. But, yeah. But anyway, we are in our new house, and that is such a celebration. We that's, are enjoying it, and it's so cozy. Good. So good. And love it, and it's quiet and peaceful out where we are, and we sit on the back porch and drink coffee and just listen to the birds, and it's so nice. So nice. Um, Celebration or kick in the butt? Let me think here really quick. Um... I'm not getting anything. Okay. And that's okay. And that's okay. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. So how can we get a hold of you, Edie, if we want to chat? So if you want to chat, if you have any questions about what we've talked about today, feel free to email me at E-D-I-E, my first name, Edie, at stonebrookdayspa.com. If you want to check out my my business or my nonprofit, it's stonebrookdayspa.com or thestonebrookproject.org. And I strongly suggest that you go check out her nonprofit. If you are at tax time and um, you are finding out that maybe you're paying more in taxes this year than what you really want to, you can always, it will be for 2022, but Mm -hmm. you can go and make a donation or become a project partner, which by the way is only $65 a month. Mm -hmm. And with that $65 a month, you help a person mm-hmm. that's one with cancer patient with one, oncology yeah, massage therapy. 65 bucks yeah. like i know everybody always compares this to starbucks or whatever but seriously mm-hmm. 65 dollars, y'all mm-hmm. you can help a cancer patient yeah. and you can help with her mission which is making a difference until there's a cure yeah yeah thanks that's, jennifer you're welcome we'll plug there and if you need to get in touch with me and you want to do any type of vision sessions or you just want to talk about money and how to get to these places that we've talked about, just email me at jennifer at directionmasterminds.com. And you guys, that might be another first step too. Um, if, you, if you don't know what your vision is for your mm-hmm. business, that's always a great place to start is with a vision board. Oh yeah. I mean, it literally takes things out of your your mind and puts them mm-hmm. on paper so that you can look at them and really set some set some good goals and yep. so forth. So it's always a great place to start. So it is definitely investing in yourself. It's the best three hours that you will spend. Yeah. I've got mine hanging in my office. Still haven't figured out what those sharks are for, but I look at them every day going, hmm, did I meet the sharks today? <laughs> On another podcast, I was going to say, it's another story for another time. The sharks. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you all have a great day and a great week. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Edie. And this is Jennifer. 
And we hope that we've inspired you to find your business bestie if you haven't already. Thank you.